Hey guys, at the time of this episode's release, the SAG-AFTRA and the WGA strikes are still going on, and it goes without saying that the movies we talk about on this podcast wouldn't be possible without the amazing talents of both writers and actors. Also now is a super important time to support independent cinema. The shoot for my short film, Spider, is this weekend. I just want to say thank you to everyone who supported and shared the Indiegogo campaign. We made our goal, and we're in position for amazing shoot. I've got an excellent cast and crew to join me, and I couldn't be more excited. Guys, this is going to be so much fun. I just want to take the time to, once again, thank everyone who contributed to the campaign. So thank you, Jacob Limelin, Adele Kasaborski, Sharon Dakoff, Susan Chaplicki, Adam Anderson, Anthony and Rochelle Bellamo, Tammy Sundry, Tony and Mary Lemelin, Christina Hughes, Kelly Steck, Karen and Eric Dietz, Bill Vincent, Daniel Abentham, Anne Marie and Joe Ridowdy, Michael Brown, The Three Wise Men Media, Evan Jakovac, The Rothy Family, John and Lindsay Owens, Maggie Bruce, Kathleen Simlar, Susan Bondi, Ryan Taylor, Emily Rogers and Peter Ritchie, Stacy Raid, Meg Bauer, Joseph Bukowski, Mickey Ishikawa, Debbie Torres, that's my mom. Edmund Bleed of Vineyard, Annalisa Petersmark, Laura Carner, Jessica Spizak, Andrew Hara, Hannah Cordy, Jennifer Master, Anderson Bouchain and Emily Hoja, Kyle Hansen, Drew McWilliams, Sydney Volpe, CJ Joint, Ellison Winterstein, Megan Thorrington, Shelley Jardine, Connor Thompson, A.J. Badikian, Daniel Kennedy, Brett Miller, Anthony Michael, Kelly Marquette, Carol Lemelin, and Dolores Torres. Thank you, everyone. Your support means the world to me, and I. this is going to be so much fun, guys. Now, ahead of the shoot for my first monster movie, we're going to talk about my favorite monster, of all time. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Have you ever felt a knife cut through human flesh and scrape the bone beneath? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Be my victim. You are all my children now. Hello, my name is Austin Torres, and welcome to the Would You Die podcast, the show where we talk about our favorite horror monsters and villains. Today, I'm joined by the renegade creator. He is a writer, podcaster, and YouTuber known as Fritz Bonelord. Please welcome Andrew Parker. Hey, <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's like a million degrees here in Los Angeles, but I'm surviving. Oh, my goodness. I I usually love the heat, but I'm a Michigander, so I don't know if I'd love that kind of heat. I think that's a much different heat than I'm it's, used to. No, it's brutal, man. I feel like I'm living in uh, Predator 2 right now. I love that movie. <laughs> like, unironically, 
I, I'm not kidding. I love that movie. Like that's that's one of those movies where people are like, oh, that's like a guilty pleasure movie. I'm like, well, it's pleasure, but I ain't guilty about it. Yeah, no, it's solid. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And I love that we start off talking about the Predator in a Xenomorph episode. <laughs> yes. I uh, I love that they, you picked. Sorry. I was going to say they got to uh, Predator's got to get an honorable mention. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Those Canonically two are in the same universe. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I I mean, I love Alien versus Predator, so it's canon yeah, to me. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where because of that, because of those comics and that and those two movies that like when you talk about Alien, Predator always comes up and vice versa. And huh. I think the same is true of like Freddy and Jason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I welcome any and all Predator talk. But I was so happy when you decided on on the Xenomorph because. That's my favorite monster. Yeah, you know, I was nervous because, like, I mean, that that one's my favorite, too. But I was like, this one has to have been covered. Like, oh, even yeah. if the show <laughs> has only had a few episodes, Xenomorph is, like, going to be, like, one of the very first, like, guaranteed easy choices. And to prove your point, Xenomorph is uh, the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. So, and Xenomorph got covered three times near the very beginning of the show, but the Xenomorph hasn't been covered in a while. So I was like, you know, it's time. I haven't talked about my beloved alien films in a bit. Predator's never been picked. Oh, really? Predator's had some close calls, but he's never been outright picked. Like I have, uh, I have someone who who uh, who picked Predator, but they have we haven't found the time to get him on the show yet. So once I finally get him on the show, Predator will finally have his own episode. I did an Alien versus Predator episode once, but that's like the closest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like Predator is like a tough one because it's like, would you die? Almost certainly. I mean, you could argue about about a lot of the picks. <laughs> Like yeah, true, Michael Myers true. is a popular one. Like, yeah, who? I'm sorry. If you say you could survive Michael Myers, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> Literally only like one person ever has. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't think I'm going to be interviewing uh, Jamie Lee anytime soon. If I'm being, yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest. So we'll never but say yeah. never. Never say never. I just don't think it'll be soon. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> And then, um, and then, yeah, you could say the same thing about the Predator, but like that's part of the fun, you know? is, Yeah. And then, and let's be real, the Xenomorph has a high mortality rate, like <laughs> or lethality, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. My secondary pick, because like my two favorites are obviously mm. Xenomorph and Cenobites. They, yes. they fucking rule. They're so cool. But my 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 obscure pick that I was gonna do, if you were like, no, you can't do either of those. I was gonna go Rawhead Rex. I love that pick, but I have to be honest. Even though it's been on my radar, I haven't seen it yet. Oh wow, really? Oh yeah, yeah. it's pretty fun. It's it's weird, like Scottish like folklore monster. It feels like it's right up my alley. Yeah, yeah, it's Clyde Barker. I need to see it. I just haven't. I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty fun. But yeah, that was going to be my obscure pick if like I couldn't do uh, Xenomorph or Cenobite. And honestly, I'm at the point where it's like, I probably should have let you pick Rawhead Rex. So I uh, so I have had the 
So I just bumped it up the watch list and I finally seen it. It's been a while since I've got to talk about Alien. I got to take my opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just did like an Alien thing. So it is pretty fitting. I did. Uh, I played a campaign of uh, the Alien RPG, which was fun as hell. It was very fun. Very fun. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played it or ever, ever watched any um, like playthroughs or anything, but each character is given a hidden agenda. Ooh. So like my character, I was the corporate guy. I was the Wayland Utani, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, officer on the ship. So like I had hidden secret agendas, like, you know, obviously get samples of the, the monster. Don't let them kill it, uh, you know, and try to bring everything back to the, you know, the company. And, uh, you know, one of uh, one of our other characters, he was like addicted to drugs. So like his his secret agenda was that he had to like find drugs on the ship because he was constantly like going through withdrawals and stuff and one person well i don't want to spoil too much but like <laughs> everybody had some very crazy hidden agendas and it was a ton of fun and it's like i, I haven't done a lot of role playing but that one felt very alien like it was um yeah. it's well written it's uh it's very very alien very backstabby most a lot of the action that happened didn't even involve the monsters you know oh that's cool yeah it was just a lot of arguing and like trying to like uh have everybody's trying to fulfill their secret motive you know oh that's cool yeah yeah so there, yeah there was like a standoff with the captain and stuff between me and him we both got weapons and you know i'm like <laughs> we're gonna do it my way and he's like no i can't let i can't let it survive you know it was pretty cool lot of fun and i love that because that because you really get that in like that first film with ash uh yes him having that secret motive um mm -hmm. from the company which which when Rude i i remember expendable. first seeing alien yeah yeah i i remember first seeing that movie and that blew in my mind uh-huh uh, yeah when you, you find the... out that he's even a synth yeah <laughs> yep do you remember the first time you watched alien yeah, I was like a little kid and um, my babysitter let me watch it. And I was like, oh. this is fucking awesome. It was like, it blew my mind. Um, and it was years before I was ever allowed to see the sequel because uh, <laughs> my parents were mad that I was allowed to watch Alien. <laughs> I get where they're coming from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how Do you remember how old you were? I had to have been like 11 or 12 or something like that. Way like yeah. pretty young for to have been able to watch it. But uh, but yeah, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I think I was of similar age when I first saw Alien, but I had a I had a completely different experience in the sense that my mom sat me down and made me watch Alien with her. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, I think it's just because I loved like the classic monster, like you, the classic Universal monster movies growing up. Uh-huh. Yeah. So my mom was like, OK, you got to watch some big boy monster movies now. Nice. And push me push me in the deep end with alien <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an intense one yeah and i i really credit alien with being one of the first films to uh put me on this path of horror fandom and like wanting to make monster movies yeah i hear that i i think uh it was a big contributing factor for me too because i didn't i like when i was a little kid i did not like to be scared but i was so yeah. interested in the monsters you know because that yeah. was around the same time that they had uh i think it was kenner 
they had those aliens toy line for kids and I had a bunch of those and I was just like so hyped for it mm -hmm. even though I wasn't allowed to watch the movie <laughs> but yeah I, I manipulated my uh, babysitter into letting me watch I'm like yeah no it's fine I'm allowed to watch movies like this you know? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that was your secret motive. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or maybe not so secret. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not so like that was kind of blatant, but still. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I uh I gotta ask, what is your favorite alien film? Uh probably aliens. Nice. Like I don't know. Sometimes that's an unpopular opinion, but it's just so fun. I love like the Colonial Marines. I mm. uh, it, it's tense. It's got a lot of action. You know, like it's it's very different from the first film because I love the first film. It's great for like atmospheric, creepy horror. Yeah. But Aliens is like so much fun, you know? Yeah. It's like a fucking like roller coaster ride where the first movie's kind of like a walk through a haunted house. Yeah. But yeah, Aliens is like a fucking roller coaster ride. And it is just it's action nonstop. I mean, you know, it's James Cameron. He uh, you know, he doesn't pull out any stops on that one. And right. uh or he pulls out all the stops. And uh yeah, that one's just so fun. I love the characters, you know, like Hicks, you got Hudson, Vasquez. Bishop, they're all they're all great. Ripley's a fucking badass. Newt yeah. is cool, you know. And plus, like, you know, it's not just one alien. You've got all the aliens and the fucking queen alien. So, yeah. like, you know. It definitely earns its ass. Yes, big time. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, if you, have you ever heard the story about, like, James Cameron? His yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, you still like, tell the story, though. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he went in the meeting and... Uh, you know, he's got like a whiteboard there and a marker and he's in front of all the execs and he writes alien on it. And he like looks at the execs and looks back at the board and then writes an S at the end of it. And it was like, that was like all it took, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some ideas are so simple that they just work. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that that's just I, I think that's the perfect way to continue the alien uh, story. It's just adding yeah. an S. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, it's like, yeah, because you see the the havoc that one creates in a group of like right. six people. It's like, what would happen if if this shit just spread across like a colony? And I'm excited because supposedly Alien Romulus, the upcoming uh, Fede Alvarez uh, yeah. project, is supposed to come to Earth, which is like, that's the one that everybody's been wanting or waiting to see, you know, is like when, I mean, I guess we saw it a little bit in Alien vs. Predator, but, but as a standalone like alien movie, no predators or anything. Everybody's right. been waiting for the aliens to come to Earth because that's like, you know, there's a lot more bodies for them to make new uh, aliens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I got I, I got to say, I'm really interested to see what Fede Alvarez can do with the Xenomorph because I love his evil dad. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was awesome. And I'm hoping that they really let um, Fede just get as nasty and it as grimy because I think the alien movies are grimy. You know what I yes. mean? Like yeah, they have yeah, a texture they're, they're like to covered, them. Yeah, they're covered in axle grease and uh, like yeah. space dust. And goo. Uh, like, they're very gooey movies. Yeah, goopy. Yeah. And, like, even the newer Alien Covenant. I think Alien Covenant's really good. Yeah, I just I just rewatched it recently, and I, I really enjoyed it. I'm A lot of people didn't like it, and it flopped or whatever, but I thought it was solid. I really enjoyed yeah. it. 
I saw it twice. No, I thought I saw it three times in theaters. I really oh, liked nice. it. Now, now I will say though, Alien Resurrection. Oh, oh <laughs> man. Like definitely the weakest out of all the movies. It yeah. has its moments that I really enjoy. I liked the I liked the crew, you know, Ron Perlman and mm-hmm. it was Winona Ryder, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 They were they were great in that movie, but I mean some of it was just like what what's happening right now? Like the sex right. scene with Ripley and and the alien and and then like I mean some of it kind of made sense, but it was also just like ridiculous, like the newborn, the newborn alien that I kind of hated. Yeah. <laughs> they they didn't know at, but at that point what do you do with the alien franchise like Yeah, that's true. You got it right in part 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and well, you could I, argue I, you got it right in part 1, but <laughs> Yeah, well I also really liked part 3 and that is like controversial to some people too. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think part 3 is a definite step down from the first two, but I don't think it's bad. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. And um uh, have you like had a chance to read the um like I mean it's it's been adapted multiple ways now. The the original third script where uh, Hicks is still alive and stuff, it got adapted into an audible audio drama which was oh. solid because they got um Michael Bean to play Hicks in it again which was really cool. That is and, cool. Uh, yeah, there there was a Marvel comic of it too and that was pretty good too. Oh no, I haven't. Oh, it's it's worth I, checking out. I got to check that out. No, yeah. I got to. Yeah, I don't Audible think I knew like about fully, it. Oh yeah, fully produced uh audio drama of the original Alien 3 skip, script. I believe uh like William Gibson wrote it, I believe. Yeah, they released it on Alien Day, I think like 2 years ago. Oh, uh, I got to I got to check that. I know what I'm listening to at the day job. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I highly recommend it. I mean, I love audio dramas, period. And there's a couple good ones that Audible produced. I'm kind of pissed because, like, I think the last, like, two years they haven't done one. But they did, like, they did three years in a row, I believe, where they dropped an alien audio drama on Alien Day. And Mm. those are three solid Alien Days for me because, yeah, I'm a big audio drama fan. No, I got it. I want to check those out because uh, give me something to do. And they... And immerse me in that world because, like I said, I didn't know about these, so I'm glad you're bringing. Oh yeah, I think the first two are a couple hours long. Alien Three is only like I think it's. Oh, I mean it's it's as long as the screenplay is going to be, so it's like an hour and a half. But the the first two, I believe, are like four or five hours long. So so you get like a lot of alien content, a lot of bang for your buck on that. Very solid. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I definitely definitely want to listen to those because that's right up my alley, and I have opportunities to listen to that kind of stuff (laughs) yeah i gotta ask do you have like so your favorite is aliens Mm -hmm. why do you think the first two are so highly regarded whereas the rest of the franchise um i don't want to be mean but i think it's fair to say alien resurrections no one's favorite alien movie yeah yeah i don't think so i mean the first one it's just when you're introduced to this monster, it, it's novel and it's horrifying and the movie's very atmospheric. It's like claustrophobic. It's 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 very, very, very um, like survival horror. So and, and you know, it, it hits hard. You know, the guy who wrote it, you know, he specifically wrote the monster to like play at people's uh, emotions like in with like physical violation and stuff like that. So, so when you're first introduced and it's, it's very, 
the first one is very intimate because everything's like really cramped and close and you've got it's what like six people you know mm-hmm. and so it's uh that one gets under your skin and it's just it's a great movie well written it's never boring you know and so and, and it's just a fucking classic so that one's yeah. obvious it's obvious why that one's so so highly regarded aliens also you know it's um it it builds upon the first movie in a great way where it's like you've been introduced to these like this beast you know this yeah. uh this violating monster that turns you into an incubator like like one of those wasps that like you know the, i think they're like they they grab like tarantulas and they drag them into their den and then they lay their yeah. eggs on them and they eat them while they're alive you know it's fucking horrifying but now you've got that on a large scale and um and like i said before you've got like the strong action element to it ripley's badass is ever in it and um and you get to see you get to see a lot more of the aliens you get to see more of like their motivations as like part of a hive and and you get to see the mama you know yeah and, and then you get that badass fucking like battle between the the two mamas you know yeah and so and it, again, another incredibly well-rounded film. And I think that's why the first two are so highly regarded, you know? And, and you know, then, then there's things that happen in Alien 3 that, like, pissed a lot of people off, you know? They're mad yeah. that they just killed Newton Hicks right off the bat. People are mad that Ripley committed suicide, even though that's what she would have done, you know, if she mm-hmm. was the last link with it. And, you know, like, I mean, I love the cast in uh in the third movie i mean david fincher's awesome he right. his his vision definitely translated a lot into it and i think that might be another reason like why some people didn't really like it although i think it it really fits in with the alien uh aesthetic because you know you've got like this dirty dusty space yeah. prison you know and he crafts one of the most used shots in any of the alien franchises where ripley is kind of like up against the wall and the xenomorph is getting in her face. Like you see, whenever there's an alien article, you see that picture. That's the one. And yeah. it's alien three. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great, great moment in the film, especially. And it's very, uh, it shows how the aliens operate because yeah, in yeah. that moment, the alien knows that she's been impregnated with the queen. And so it's not going to hurt her, you know? And like, yeah. that's, uh, you know, that that's very integral to the aliens and that's one of the things that makes them so fucking scary is that they will they'll do anything to protect the hive you know and like whether it's fucking kill themselves tear themselves apart whatever they have to do to to just uh procreate and like keep this life cycle going and i think what makes a um the xenomorph terrifying is like ash says it very well in the first film that it's a perfect organism like structurally perfect and then I, I can't quote the whole thing because it's a beautiful monologue and I'm not about to uh, disgrace the great Ian Holm. <laughs> yeah. But but I just love at the end where he's like, you have my sympathies. <laughs> yeah. That's cold and it's scary. Yeah, it is. Like you hear is. that? You hear that talking from a severed head covered in milky goop? You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Because like, he uh, knows. He knows. Yeah. And I think something really interesting about the xenomorph and i'm interested in your thoughts on this as well is they from my understanding the xenomorph has uh a unique kind of intelligence 
like it's not intelligent in the same way that humans are or the predator is i think the predator has like that kind of human like intelligence but the xenomorph i think is intelligent in the same way that like I don't know. I think of like the velociraptors from Jurassic Park. It, it's a terrifying instinctual intelligence. Yeah. Where, whereas, whereas the predator is more problem solving and like uh, right. like tools and stuff. But the the alien just has this instinct to to protect the hive, to to gather victims and hosts, yeah. and and yeah, and like they are somewhat problem solving. I mean, they're not crazy smart but they, but they know right. like hey we throw a bunch of our guys at this and eventually we'll just overwhelm them you know and um yes. and it, it's scary because you pair that intelligence with its complete selflessness and and it is it is very yeah. frightening you know and like to contrast it with the predator the predator has emotions like human us humans do like the predator is vain the predator can be arrogant the predator can get angry the predator can get sad predator can feel pride like that's why he collects all the fucking trophies <laughs> uh, yeah yeah the but alien the, yeah the alien yeah. it doesn't feel much of anything definitely not fear which is right which is very uh scary in an enemy that is just not even afraid to die exactly you have a very good chance of killing it anyways at least in like a you know hand to hand or anything i think like the you only better time... hope you got some good tools oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. some flamethrowers yeah i think the only time the xeno a xenomorph really shows uh any kind of emotion is when the mom the mama xenomorph uh, the queen gets angry when ripley burns all the eggs yeah and aliens mm -hmm. and you can tell she's angry like mommy's oh, very yeah. angry <laughs> oh yeah yeah, and like and yeah, and that that stems from its just uh like want to spread like a virus, you know. And that's and, another uh, thing I really like about the xenomorphs is that they 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 do operate kind of like a virus. It's almost like like half and half because you know like a virus yeah. it enters your system and it injects its DNA into you and turns you into virus. Like ultimately, right. that's a virus's goal, and that's what the xenomorph does. Uh, but I do really love about uh, like the xenomorph, or at least like in the lore about how it kind of co-mingles with the DNA of its host. So, so like, you know, in alien three, you get like the dog alien, the, yes, yeah. you know, and, and in a lot of the extended lore, you know, there was a, there was a great Batman versus alien comic and <laughs> like a, uh, a crocodile gets uh, infected. And there's like this giant crocodile alien. And I, I've always loved that about them where it's like, yeah, if you get a face hugger on a certain like creature, the final product's going to have a little bit of that creature in it. They did that with the toys a lot, too, where you had like the bull yeah. alien and the gorilla alien and the snake alien. And Alien versus Predator paid that off with the Pred alien in uh, the sequel. Yes, infamously. I can't believe I didn't even bring that one up. <laughs> I was not, I was waiting. I was waiting. Yeah. Predalien. Yeah, yeah, Predalien. Predalien. <laughs> Fucking solid. Yeah. I, I do think that second Alien versus Predator is my least favorite between the two combined mm -hmm. franchises. But even that movie has something as badass as the Predalien. Yeah. And the Wolf Predator might be one of my favorite Predators, too. So oh, it yeah. has good things about it, like... Like every alien in every predator movie has good things about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
they're they're all definitely enjoyable for a watch you know oh, like, yeah. i mean i i shit talk alien resurrection but there are some fun fucking moments in that movie like the the underwater fight sequence uh you know when she kills the the newborn by flinging blood on the window and it gets sucked out through like a yeah. hole the size of like a dime <laughs> that shit was cool as fuck that shot where like the skin rips off its head and it's just the skull hanging there for a second yeah that gets sucked out into space so badass so so yeah every alien movie's got something something fun you know and i'd rather watch any of the alien or predator movies and certain Friday the 13th and th certain Halloween movies, And I love those franchises too. I'm not trying to shit on those either. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think alien resurrection is better than the worst Halloween movie or the worst Friday movie. Oh, have you seen like the, not the, not the Hulu movie, but the most recent Hellraiser movie. It was like, I think Dimension extreme made up. I want to say it was called judgment or something. I absolutely think... horrible. No, I have not. I've oh, not it seen it. I've only seen terrible. of the Hellraiser movies. I've only seen the first four and then the new Hulu one. You could probably stop there because it's like because I, it, I it like really them. All. Goes downhill. <laughs> it, okay. It's like I mean I I've seen all of them. I had to. You know I love the Cenobites yeah. and everything, but uh the the quality really drops off after three. There's like one part yeah. where they they bring it back to the story of um. What's her name? Ashley Lawrence. That might be the actress. Oh, Kirsty. But yeah, Kirsty. Yeah, where Kirsty comes back and she's got like a story again, and that's a pretty fun one. But but yeah, like the last two uh, Hellraiser movies that were produced, I believe they they still had Doug Bradley, or the last one didn't, because even he was okay. like, I'm not doing this one, and yeah. they were absolutely fucking abysmal. And uh, Dimension Extreme produced them, and they were um straight to DVD, and woo gotcha. woo, they stunk. They were absolutely terrible. Like one of them I couldn't even finish because it was just too ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was it was like a sci-fi movie, you know. It's not to not sci-fi makes some fun ones, but some some of the movies are just absolutely like, how did this even get yeah. past like a room of writers? Right. But uh but yeah, no, Alien is not like that. Every every one of the movies is solid. You and know? I just and I think I think people overreact to some of the lesser alien movies because alien and alien sets a set the bar so high yeah 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 they do they they open hard they open yeah. real fucking hard so uh so yeah i mean i under, i understand i understand that and i and like not to keep bragging on friday the 13th but friday the 13th don't have a franchise uh don't don't have a film in that franchise that matches alien or aliens no no <laughs> The, they don't They're even enjoyable, come close. but yeah. <laughs> uh, Hall Halloween does that first Halloween movie. Oh, is yeah. a, a banger. <laughs> Halloween two, even I, I think Halloween two is. I mean, I love a lot of the Halloween movies. So there's all. I actually, yeah. uh, I, another controversial opinion of mine. I love the Rob Zombie Halloween. That's not too controversial on this podcast. This is a Rob Zombie uh, safe haven podcast. Fucking a. I was I was worried about uh, what that was going to bring. What what feelings that was going to listen to you? Yeah, because a lot of people oh, I, I, absolutely I, hate the Rob Zombie Halloweens, and I fucking love them. They're fun. I I love a good like remake. A lot of people are yeah. toxic or a, a, a reboot. 
remake, whichever. Mm. A lot of people don't like it, but I'm like, hey, listen, do it all you want. The worst thing that can happen is it could be bad, and I could still watch the original. You yeah, know? and I actually don't mind remakes or reboots because every time, or sequels even, because every time there's, a, like, take uh, the new Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. It, it was lukewarm reaction. It didn't make the money it wanted to, but for a brief moment in time, everyone was super excited, and then everyone on, like, my social media is talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom and Last Crusade. And e- and you know what? Even Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is getting some love now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I listened... Uh... I actually I listened to that episode too. Um, yeah, with the Neil Raiders Marshall. episode. Yeah. yeah, and I fucking, that was fun. I, yeah, it was good. I went and watched Raiders right after it too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, goddamn, that is such a great movie, you know. Yeah. And it's like, I, I haven't seen the new indie yet, but I'm gonna watch it just for like a little bit of nostalgia. I don't care if it's that bad, you know. I mean, and it's I, not... I enjoyed Crystal Skull. Yeah. There, I mean, you were totally right. I believe it was you guys on the show where you talked about how um, the CGI ants weren't as impactful and like that was you're totally right about that but still fun fun sequence and stuff yeah and you know what 2008 me is a little uh little mad because i like kingdom of the crystal skull from the beginning so Uh i was heartbroken when everyone hated it except for me and now (laughs) and now people are like you know this movie isn't that bad and i'm like no you guys don't get to enjoy this movie this is my movie (laughs) I had to go all these years trying to claim it as a guilty pleasure. No, it's my movie. <laughs> Give me my respect. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. But, but I think there's a little bit in truth where I'm like, damn, I wish you guys said all this sooner. I would have been bullied a little less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would have been less afraid. I would have been less yeah. afraid to express my true emotion. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so and like. And it happens all the time. Like when Prey came out, a bunch of people are all of a sudden Predator fans. Yeah. And uh, Prey was a baller movie. Um, yeah, it was solid. I really enjoyed that. Very cool. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked it a lot. I liked a lot of the little things in it. How, you know, it's like because it's like back in time, the Predators yeah. look a little different and all that. It's uh, very, very cool. Oh, yeah. Fun, fun movie. And, you know. Dan Trattenberg, he does something which, you know, he I think he understands what Predator fans want and what horror fans and monster fans want. And we just wanted to see Predator fight a bear. Like, yeah. that's just cool. <laughs> like that. That might have been one of my favorite scenes in any horror movie of 2022 was yeah. Predator fights a bear. What Like, that is so fucking. <laughs> it was a very Predator move. You know, they're, yeah. they're all about the hunt and stuff. So it's like, exactly. yeah, of course. They're exactly. not just going to go for humans. It's like, oh, another apex predator out here? Hell yeah. Let's exactly, yeah. And I appreciate that uh, the bear got a couple licks in too. So it was an actual battle. <laughs> yeah. So, but now I'm interested to see what a xenomorph bear would look like. A bearlian. Right? Definitely be like a barrel chested. <laughs> yeah. Extra long claws, I think. Maybe a shorter head. Mm-hmm. Shorter tail. I think you'd be more of a slashing, beating monster rather than like a, you know, probably you, more of a, um, like a tank, you know? Do you like dinosaurs? Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you know the one that, I know that's a silly question, but do you know the one, I think it's called as, as Therizinosaurus, and it has these like massive claw, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. The Scythe Lizard, yeah. Yes, yeah. Maybe something like that. That'd be fucking scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just a fucking scythe xenomorph. I'm all yeah. about it. 
I yeah, I'm I'm into it. I I think I think we're due for another Alien versus Predator, but I I don't think they'll <laughs> happen for a little bit because Fede Alvarez is gonna tackle the Alien franchise, and he should. I'm excited for that pick, and then I think uh, they're gonna keep going the history route with Predator. That's fine by me. That's a pretty winning, um, pretty winning formula right there. Is you just had the predator because yeah, like the predator's been coming here for centuries. You yeah. have, you have like the like caveman versus predator. You, uh, I think I saw someone said something was like like colonial, like uh, military versus predator. Someone suggested mm-hmm. that, which would be fucking cool. I you saw know, someone suggest like uh, imperial Japan, a samurai. Hell yes, yeah, I saw that one too. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. You could just go and go with it. It's great because everybody loves it like a period piece. And then you throw Predator in the mix. Fucking A. Very fun. It's something like people haven't seen, you know, uh, you know, the, the, they have to be a lot more. Uh, there has to be a lot more ingenuity because, you know, we don't mm-hmm. have modern technology and stuff like that. And neither would the Predator, you know. Exactly. I personally think. A really cool i actually no i don't want to say it because i don't want i don't want to get in out in the open but i'll tell you later <laughs> all right perfect <laughs> the the audience is like damn but i gotta protect myself guys yeah <laughs> um can't give away the secret sauce exactly but instead i'll just throw out a pitch that i don't care any which way about because i'm making it up on the spot there is basis for an alien hellraiser crossover pinhead's be been to space Oh, that's true. That's true. And I, I think there's visual similarity between the Xenomorph and the Chatterer. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Or do you have a favorite Cenobite? I know this is a Xenomorph episode, but fuck it. Do you have a, a Chatterer? Cenobite? Chatterer was always my favorite. Mine too. And there's I something think, just so freaky about him, you know? I think it's because I love the Xenomorph so much. The Chatterer reminds me of the Xenomorph. Yeah. And whatever and whatever's freaky about the chatter is freaky about the xenomorph and vice versa because they're so similar uh-huh. i'm i think i just kind of love like that that snarling teeth but no eyes yes i think yeah. there's something creepy about that yeah and like, i know they're sorry uh, uh, just how how he's like he's kind he, he's like kind of like the second in command right i feel like he is because he was like uh, so. you know he was like the muscle with uh with christy you know, grab yeah. her and stuff like that. And yeah, he's just uh yeah, there is something very scary about him. Yeah, with the like the the mutilation of his head with the no eyes and yeah. Yeah. All and, in, and, and they keep it pretty simple with him, which is uh yeah, you know, you got butterball where he's all sliced up and he's like, <laughs> you know, his stomach's cut open and right and you got the like female with her split a uh, scalp, which is like wild, but but yeah, chatterer is like simple but horrifying. Yeah, and it's really fucked up in Hellraiser 2 where they reveal Chatterer was just a kid. Like, that's dark. <laughs> <laughs> and and look at us. We're talking about the Xenomorph and the Cenobites. You won. Perfect, perfect. You got yes. both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that'd be an interesting crossover. The only problem I have with it is why, other yeah. than Penhead's been to space. Like, there's not really a thematic reasoning for them to cross over like alien versus predator is perfect yeah oh well how about this guy gets infected with the xenomorph right he gets face huggered Mm -hmm. solves the limit box after he comes back and then he gets sent to hell and then the aliens run amok in hell the cenobites got to try to 
stop them from taking over hell. That's actually a pretty cool idea. I really yeah. like that a lot. <laughs> Especially I like the idea of Xenomorphs overrunning fucking hell under Leviathan and everything running through the uh the oh like the mazes and stuff. Yeah. Cool. And just fucking infecting the uh the other uh tortured. Uh, so and we can get a lot of like demonic xenomorph designs. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, you get some xenomorph uh cenobites. Yeah. Fucking a the engineer fucking works on them. That would be so cool. Yeah, that's uh yeah, see okay. That was the catalyst. I, I I had the basic idea, but you're the one coming in with uh, this is how we actually make it work. Yeah, I love it. No, that makes sense. That would be a fun story. I think it might work way better as a comic. That's what I that's 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 how I have it pictured in my head right now, because that's how I pictured it when we Yeah, they when tend you, to yeah. do crossovers like that, too. Guys, yeah, Dark Horse, contact me. OK, I think Dark Horse has. Oh, wait, no, actually, I think Marvel. Oh, yeah. Marvel has Alien yeah. now because disney and all that marvel contact me (laughs) yeah uh although i do i did like the variant covers where it had like predator killing iron man and wolverine (laughs) oh yeah yeah that was cool those are like hunting miles morales (laughs) yeah very cool yeah there's been some great alien comics like uh there's there's been a lot of awesome alien just alien its own story runs and then you've got like alien versus superman there was multiple alien versus uh batman the first alien versus batman fucking ruled second one was fucking weird as hell that's the one (laughs) where they had the like it was like the joker xenomorph and like Mm. uh and two-faced xenomorph and stuff like that that was uh that was strange. I was like kind of annoyed <laughs> when that happened. But yeah, the first one was really good where, yeah, like uh, Bruce Wayne is like remembering his parents like dying from chest burster and stuff. That was a uh, badass. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there's like a Robocop versus alien and like a Judge Dredd versus alien. And we there's a probably lot of, like, really fun crossovers. In and the there's comics. probably like an alien versus predator versus the Terminator. I'm yes, sure that I exists. Think there is. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that that that's a thing too. You know what is one of my favorite comic book runs that I own? I don't have too many, but I have a few. And I went to Free Comic Book Day a couple years ago, and naturally, I spent sixty bucks on Free that's Comic Book you. Day. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they, they get had... you in with the free ones. True, that's true. They had the full collection of something I never heard of, but I needed it, so I bought it of archie versus the predator yes i i've oh really too i've seen that they had that crossover and i'm like (laughs) i gotta check that out because it's in like the archie comic style of yeah yeah i love it (laughs) i've never found one but i know it exists because i own two Nice. (laughs) So I'm wondering what is like a beloved non-horror comic and non-superhero, like like a comic strip, like a wholesome comic strip that we could just throw the xenomorph into. Uh Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes is always my favorite. That's perfect. That is perfect. He was always like daydreaming about aliens and dinosaurs and stuff. So my my thought went to the peanuts. Peanuts would be good. Because that would be horrifying and hilarious. And I and I could just see the last survivors um being Snoopy and Woodstock. <laughs> like Snoopy is our Ripley and Woodstock is our Jones the cat. Oh yes, perfect. 
Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see Family Circus too, just because I always hated Family Circus. <laughs> it annoyed the hell out of me. Let's let the xenomorphs do their work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but don't um, touch Garfield. Garfield's no, it's Garfield versus a predator. That's okay. <laughs> that's right, what's yeah. happening. <laughs> Our Garfield opens a lament configuration. Yes, there you go. <laughs> his hell is Garfield is a crossover with uh with Hellraiser. Yeah, his hell is there's no lasagna. Yeah, no lasagna, or it's just like right in front of him and he can't get it. <laughs> he can't, he's just trying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. They'll probably torture poor Odie though, and I love Odie. <laughs> uh, Garfield would love that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Garfield, like <laughs> this isn't a this is pleasure for me. Yeah. <laughs> Angel to me, demon to him, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love how I was telling you before we started recording, we usually do like a generic horror conversation. No, we just jump, jump straight into the alien, like right away. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's been a while since I talked about the xenomorph. <laughs> there's a lot to say on the subject, you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of movies. There's a lot of lore. Uh, You know, there's a lot of opinions about the creature, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think the design of it is just so it's cool. It's horrifying. It's sexual. It like yeah, it's, it could uh, be described in any way. It's just provocative. It hits on yeah, it hits on some like raw human emotion there. You know, yeah. it's like it's very sub. A lot of it's very subconscious. Uh, yeah, the way it attacks you is little. It's like designed to fuck with your subconscious. Uh, you know, like the the way it it just turns you into itself. And when it's done with you, you're done. You know. Yeah. Very horrifying, very scary monster. Yeah, and it it, it does transcend pop culture because everyone knows Alien. Oh yeah, everyone knows in space, no one can hear you scream. Everyone knows a chest burster, and Alien shows up everywhere from like like you said, Batman to uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, like Alien yeah, was in, right. uh, Alien and Predator. Those were my two mains in Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> yeah, solid. And uh, and we get a variation with the Baraka, the Baraka alien. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So and plus, I, I just love Alien versus Johnny Cage when Johnny Cage was like, hey, dickhead. Uh, that's good. That's solid. <laughs> it's so simple, but it's it just uh, works so well. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like there's another thing I really love about the Alien movies, too, is like this like undertone of like corporate greed yeah uh you know like like the evilness of the company the company you know and how like all they want is to turn it into this weapon you know they see it and it's like it's like a human greed which is like another ugly thing that runs around in our subconscious yeah it's like the the desire to acquire this un like completely uncontrollable perfect organism to try to control it and turn it into a weapon of destruction of other humans and um i i enjoy that part of the story quite a bit as well and how it's like the you know ripley against the against the company you know yeah and i have a uh i have a triple feature that I love telling people, I call it my 70s anti-capitalist manifestation of death triple feature. Uh-huh. Cause if you if you distill it to those those basic elements, these three iconic films are all the same movie. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's Alien, 
Jaws, and Halloween. Yeah, true. Very true. And Halloween might be the a little bit more of a stretch. Not, an, I mean, Michael Myers is a manifestation of death, just like the xenomorph and just like Jaws. I think where it's more of a stretch is the anti-capitalist. But I think what Halloween does that's similar to Alien and to Jaws, where those are more blatant anti-capitalists, Halloween is more uh, kind of masking the hidden horrors underneath the suburbs. Yes, yeah. And the uh, capitalist decay in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas Jaws is very explicit. Um, like, we can't. We can't close the beaches. Yeah, it's the exactly. Of July. Exactly. Yeah. We need summer dollars. And, yeah. And uh, aliens very explicit. Crew expendable. If you uh-huh. don't go on this help mission, your shares are forfeited. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that was one of the arguments I made in, in when we were doing the RPG. I was like, mm-hmm. hey, listen, it's like if you go against company policy, you're not getting shit for this this ride, you know? Oh, you were you, you were you playing do. a scumbag. <laughs> oh, I was a son of a bitch. I was a son of a bitch. <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny because like I, I betrayed just about everybody, and every single time I tried to do it, it backfired like terrifically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's incredible. <laughs> it was fun, yeah, yeah. Cause the, the third um session that we did in that uh yeah like it was me just attempting to betray everybody and every single time i did it i would turn around immediately and it would blow up in my face literally like as soon as i made my move it was uh it's very funny it's it's on uh my youtube channel we we uploaded all the sessions oh that's awesome yeah uh i i had a ton of fun being the uh the backstabbing corporate dude though I mean, the, that's a fun role to play, you know, like you get uh, to you get to play when you get roles like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad I'm glad that's the part that I got. You know? <laughs> I'm going to pivot a little bit. I really want to ask, what does Alien, either the film or the monster itself, the Xenomorph, what does Alien mean to you as a horror fan? Why is it your favorite? Uh, you know, I. Uh, in the words of Ash, it's like a perfect organism. You know, it's uh, it is like this physical manifestation of horror and fear and fear of loss of autonomy. And, you know, there's the design so awesome. It's 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 perfect. It's the perfect horror movie monster. And, it, you know, it's like the quintessential horror movie monster. It invades you. It tears you apart. It has no sympathy. It has no conscience. It is, it's hell, you know, it's hell in like humanoid form. It's just the perfect monster. It's, uh, it, it's, it's horror, you know, it's that it's horror. That's, yeah. that's all, that's all I really can say <laughs> about it is it's just, it is, it's distilled horror. It's this black fucking spiny unstoppable fucking creature and um and that's why it's so iconic is because it's it's just so perfect god i fucking love the xenomorph and you you said it perfectly and on that note if you met a xenomorph would you die i don't want to spoil too much about our (laughs) rpg but according to that yes i would (laughs) (laughs) yes i would probably die i don't know maybe if i was armed with a pulse rifle and uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of knowledge about the creature ahead of time, I would survive. But I think if I ended up in a uh, a situation like the first movie, 
I would probably be dead. I am pretty sure <laughs> I would have a hole punched through my head or my chest, or uh, I'd be ripped limb from limb. Pretty fair, pretty fair guess. <laughs> I don't want to have you spoil the show, so uh, you do not have to answer this, but can you say how you died? <laughs> uh, you know, I uh, I was exploded. I'll say that. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> dig it. I dig it. Uh, for me, personally, if I were to meet a xenomorph, I would absolutely fucking die. Like, yeah. come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's a xenomorph. Unless your name is Sigourney Weaver. Like, come on. Um, no, but yeah. I do have to say, I'll give myself a little credit. I don't think I'll be chest bursted. Yeah. I, I would I'd I'd see those eggs for like one second. I'd be like, I'm fucking out of here. No way. Yeah. No I'm way. Like, thing that looks like a giant fucking spider. I'm going to be at the opposite end of that. Like, I'm not going to be by that. <laughs> Hell no. No eggs, way. Yeah. I walk into that them. room. I'm like, ah, we're closing yeah. that door. Sorry. Exactly. Exa but once it's like an actual xenomorph, like I'll probably end up like uh brett like harry harry dean santon's character i'll be looking for the cat i'll be looking up i'm like that's not a cat and then the xenomorph gets me i get got. yeah 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 i'd get caught in like a dark corner or something that's uh yeah. that's probably how i'd go out yeah so i I'd, I'd be Damn one of sure the first wouldn't ones catch me near the eggs i'll tell you that exactly i'm not gonna be john hurt i'd be no. harry dean Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> so and you know what that's probably the perfect one because like you're not you're not the first one to go, but then you don't have to go through all the horror like you get to peace yes. out early. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on to talk alien with me. I fucking love the Xenomorph. You fucking love the Xenomorph. Yeah, right? they're great. And it's been a long time since I've been able to talk about the Xenomorph on the show. So I'm very I was so excited to do this. Where can everyone find you in your work? Uh, you can find me. Uh, my main thing is my Instagram. That's where pretty much everything gets posted, and that's at Fritz Bone Lord. And um, yeah, like uh, you know, I do audio dramas. I do like voice acting for stuff. I you know sometimes do RPG things, and I try to upload those. You know, my ins or my not my Instagram, my YouTube channel is also Fritz Bone Lord, and uh, you know I upload all my video type stuff there best way to find me and follow my stuff is uh is on instagram though and just recently i uh i've been doing a series on the podcast scary to sleep i've been doing a splatterpunk horror series on that which has been solid it's been great it's very gory uh the host <laughs> shelby got a bunch of hate mail because of it so we're both oh, no. very happy about that yeah <laughs> some of the audience was not a big fan it was a little extreme for some of their tastes, but you know, um, splatter punk is a valid uh, form of horror, and oh, it's yeah. not for everybody. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I, my series has been going on there. It's I think it's got one more part I think before it wraps up, and it's and I've had a ton of fun writing it. Uh, a lot of I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about it. I've got two podcasts. Uh, Ghosters and Crypta. Ghosters is about a pair of like bumbling paranormal investigators who constantly cause problems and make problems for the ghost world. And uh, and Crypta is about Bigfoot, the Loch Ness monster, and the Mothman living together in Area Fifty One under the supervision of a uh, mad scientist. And those I are, uh, I'm pretty proud of those. They're very fun. I but love yeah, that. 
yeah, my Instagram is definitely the best way to find all that stuff. I got all the links and all that bullshit right there. It's definitely the central hub. Anyone who's a friend of Mothman is a friend of mine. So you guys got to follow uh, Andrew at Fritz Bone Lord. Excellent. Yes. And I'll I'll place all those links in the show notes as well. So no excuses, guys. <laughs> Y'all see you there. Message me. Let me know what you think of my stuff. I always love yeah. to see see feedback, positive and negative. I'm not one of those people that gets mad when somebody doesn't like his thing. I know some people get very precious about their stuff. I'm like, yeah, you hated it? Hell yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> I am. I'm one of those people who are like, oh, you slightly disliked my thing? I'm going to cry for 30 days oh, and 30 no. nights. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, good. Good, good. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, this has been a blast, man. Thank you so much for coming on the oh, show. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thanks again to Andrew for coming on to talk about my favorite monster of all time, the Xenomorph. I hope you guys thought this episode was out of this world. A reminder, I just became an affiliate for Fangoria, one of the premier brands in horror. I definitely recommend checking out their magazine and even subscribing. And if you decide to do that, don't forget to use the promo code WOULDYOUDIESHOW for 20% off your entire order. An announcement, I'm temporarily pausing the Patreon, hoping that comes back around September or October. This month it's going to be crazy with the spider shoe and a big out-of-state trip. Lots of things going on, and since I don't feel like I have enough time to fully support the Patreon and give it uh, my attention, it doesn't make sense to me to make people pay for it. So I don't want to put my name on something I don't think I'm putting quality work into, and I'd rather just pause it than do a bad job. So the Patreon will be back. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Due to the SAG-AFTRA and WGA strikes, I'm temporarily pausing the segment I Know What You Watched Last Week to show solidarity with the unions. It is imperative that they win this fight against the AMPTP, not only for their survival, but for the survival of filmmaking as an art. Some ways you can help support is by educating yourself on to why these strikes are happening and to check out true independent cinema. We're horror fans. There are so many independent movies that need our support. Now is the perfect time to give it. You can find the show's social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Would You Die Show. Also, now you can follow me on TikTok at Would You Die Podcast. You can find the Would You Die YouTube show on the Three Wise Men Media YouTube channel, where you can also find professional wrestling, trailer reviews, and much, much more. The music you hear in the beginning and end of each episode is composed by my friend Josie Palmer. Next week, we tackle one of the greatest monsters in horror history. You guys love the king, don't you? Until next time, I'm Austin Torres. Try not to die.